This is The Stash, and you're listening to the Business Bottom Line Podcast, coming to you from the jewel city of the mountains, Greenville, Tennessee. We're in the foothills of the Smokies talking business with people just like you who are responsible for the bottom line, sharing business tips to inspire, inform, and improve, and turn your bottom line from red to black. Special guest today with us on the podcast, Mr. Shane Lyons is coming to us. Well, where are you coming to us from, Shane? Uh, Mount Juliet, Tennessee. Mount Juliet. Nashville. Well, I, I thought that's where you were, but uh, I wanted to be sure that you were in the same place that I was thinking. Uh, how in the world are you doing today? I'm sorry, Bill. How in the world are you doing today? It's uh, doing very good. Very good. Thank you for asking. Thank you for having me. Well, I appreciate you being on the show. I want to start off with uh, a, a simple question. Uh, are you an Android or an iPhone user? I am currently using an iPhone. Okay. Now, uh, do you have a specific reason why or do you use an iPhone? Well, I used to have an Android, uh, but I wanted access to iTunes. Oh. So I went out and bought an iPhone. Okay. <laughs> so you got to have the music with you while you're working. Absolutely. <laughs> well, uh, th- th- that's cool. It's, it's just a silly question, but I always like to ask anyway, because people get uh, settled on one and it's hard to change, you know? It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you uh, being on with us today. And uh, Shane is part of the dynamic duo for Evergreen Waste in Mount Juliet. So uh, I'm going to I'm going to introduce you uh, by letting you tell us a little bit about your family and then we'll talk some business in Shane. All right, Bill. Uh, It's just myself and my lovely wife, Veronica, who. Monday was Valentine's Day, and that was the day we met 20 years ago. So we've been together for 20 years. Uh, we have no children, but we rescue dogs. Oh. So well, we have a dog family. Okay. Okay. That counts. Uh, that is very cool. So 20 years. Hey, that's that's a, an excellent place to be and a good milestone. I'm surprised she's had me for this long. <laughs> That's exactly what I say when people ask me about my wife. I'm surprised <laughs> she's kept me. <laughs> that in itself is a blessing, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, uh, well, can you tell me uh, a favorite book or something you've read recently that you thought was just really neat? Are you a reader? Yeah, I'm actually uh, in the middle of a really good book called Empire of the Summer Moon. Okay. By S.C. Gwynn, it's uh, it's about Quanta Parker and the rise and the fall of the Comanches in the late eighteen uh, hundreds. Wow, that sounds fascinating. Uh, it's really, uh, really a good book, and, and you, get, you know, it really brings you into the time period and and just how masterful uh, these Native Americans were especially with horseback riding is why they were so dominant and it's just a fascinating read wow now is it is it historical is it based on uh you know a a historical view or is it just purely a fictional setting how is it no it's uh it's not fiction and it's uh it's really about the the the, uh, white settlers moving west and the Comanche tribes trying to keep them out. And it was really based in and around Texas at okay. the time before it was Texas. Right. 
and they had no idea what they were up against until they uh, started moving west and and ran into these uh, Native Americans. Yeah, who were real warriors in the pure sense. Real warriors. Yeah. Uh, it's really fascinating. Well, I'll I'll have to let you tell me some more about that one day. That does sound fascinating. I I enjoy uh, reading and seeing things about the old West. Uh, sometimes I feel like I was born in the wrong century. I, I would have fit better back then. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not sure what you take away from that comment, but anyway. <laughs> well, let's talk about what you do because uh, I, I thought we might get you and Basin both on together, but uh, we we are so happy that you're with us. But tell us about the company and a little bit of history, how you got started because yeah, sure. uh, there's a big story there, I know. There is a big story. Uh, I was uh, getting out of the Navy after 10 years, and I really had no idea what I was going to do. And I was heading out west myself, uh, where I grew up. And uh, my brother called me, he was in North Carolina, and he had a trash company that he was selling. And my father was ill, so he said, asked me to come back and spend some time with him, which was a real blessing. So I got some good quality time with my father. And then when uh, he passed on, we decided to move to Tennessee strictly because he had a non-compete in the Carolinas uh, to start a residential trash company. And we did that for seven years and uh, decided to basically sell that off. He, he had other plans for his future and went a different way. And I went to work with the big national company that bought us out and worked there for nine years. And, and then uh, Basin, who worked for us for many years, is now uh, my business partner and co-owner. Uh, we decided that we were going to start a residential trash company here in Nashville. And here we are four years later and about 6,000 customers. Um, wow. As you know, Nashville and the surrounding area is growing leaps and bounds. And it's good about the garbage business, Bill, is everybody has it. And they <laughs> need somebody to take it away for them. And we are happy to do that. Oh, that's, that is so true. Uh, just, uh, you need it as bad as you need breath, don't you? <laughs> you really do. So, Nobody thinks about the garbage man yeah. or garbage itself until they come home from work and it's not taken away. And mm. then they think about it. <laughs> I think about it a lot at that point. I'm yes, sure. sir. So, so you guys uh, service uh, areas there and 6,000 customers. That's a lot of people. So how so, big of a territory? Now, this is, this is outside the city, correct? It is. So okay. the city of Nashville is a uh, city service. Uh, they contract the big national companies uh, to take care of that. But once you get out of Davidson County, and out into the uh, suburbs, uh, it's pretty much open for, for anybody. And, w you know, we do have a lot of customers, but in this business, density is what matters. Mm -hmm. And uh, we are really in two towns here in Middle Tennessee, uh, Mount Juliet, because we live here. And the other one is Nolansville, which is directly south in Williamson County, um, which we're doing very well in. Okay. Okay. So we're not spread out, which is very important for what we do. Right. Because you operate some very heavy equipment. 
Heavy equipment and very expensive equipment. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Those me mechanized units don't come cheap. That's for sure. That's for sure. They do not. Now, uh, so, no, go ahead. Oh, uh, so yeah, we're, we just bought our fifth truck that arrived about a month ago and is up and running. Uh, so it's exciting. It's uh, it's a very exciting business to be in. Well, that it is, and and growing like that, you're you're in the in the perfect storm place and the perfect storm business because every time new homes go up, which they're going up like crazy, then that just keeps expanding your client base. It really does. Uh, you know they they say that uh, I don't know how true this is, Bill, but the rumor for the past few three four years um, is that one person moves to our a uh, hundred people move to Nashville every day. Again, I don't know yeah. uh, the truth behind that or the facts behind that, but by looking around at all the new subdivisions going up and all the new businesses coming to town, uh, I believe there is some truth in that. Yes. Yes. And, and it's certainly, uh, I don't know if it's the number one fastest growing city in the country, but it's way up there in the top two or three, if not. Uh, so I've, I've heard those stats as well. Uh, one of my friends said here uh, last year or two, he said, every time I go to Nashville, I count cranes to see how the economy's doing because I forget now he could stand in one place and count like 100 downtown, you know. There, just, there, there, there are a lot of them. Uh, it's everywhere. It's yeah, yeah. And, uh, and it's just it just blossomed, and, and all of the locales down there have literally just grown together. Uh Franklin out there is just uh, the, the growth out there is incredible as well. Of course, it's not not a bedroom, but it's close to that community of, of Nashville too. So it really is, yeah. yeah. So you guys, you guys arrived at a perfect time, and so uh, now, do you do you sign up customers one at a time? Do you do it by by like subdivisions? How do you go about that? Uh, both, Bill. That's a really good question. We have both subscription service, um, and then we also have contracted neighborhoods. Uh, one of the first neighborhoods that really got us cooking was by 840 homes, and Basin was responsible for that. Um, <clears throat> getting that locked in uh, just before I came on board, uh, where we were able to a get a whole neighborhood that size and B most importantly, start earning our first paychecks. Mm -hmm. So uh, it was, it was an exciting moment. Yes. And, because and, I know it took a significant commitment before you could actually start, start to earn or start to have cash flow coming because you had equipment to buy and uh, you had to live there while you were getting that created. Yes. So there were a lot of sacrifices, but we knew, you know, we, we both have been in this business for a while before mm -hmm. having our own business. Uh, so we knew if we worked hard and different strategies that uh, we've learned along the way, we knew that we would get there someday. And, and I think we, uh, we have finally arrived. The good thing here um, in the Nashville area is it's mostly dominated by the big national companies, mm -hmm. uh, which you know, have the better equipment, uh, but they also don't have better service. Anybody can really pick up garbage. We had to come up with a way of 
doing it a little bit better than the next guy. Mm-hmm. And so we didn't have a lot of local competition. We had to figure out a way to beat the big guys. Oh, I see. And by doing that, uh, when we were slim, we took the extra steps. You know, people sometimes forget that can up at the side of the house when, when we roll in at six in the morning. And it just takes a couple seconds to go up and grab that can. Yeah. Or shoot that customer a text and let them know you'll be in the area for a little while. And if mm. they need to get it out to let us know. And uh, what that really did was um, we utilized social media. Oh. And we didn't have time or resources to hire a sales rep. But uh, we allowed our customers uh, to do that selling for us. And now when anybody moves to town... Uh, in these particular towns, we have the majority and they either ask for that recommendation on social media or they see our garbage cans are dominating that neighborhood and just call us that way. I see. So now do you guys have like a can that says, hey, this is Evergreen's can so that people can One of the very first things we learned is it's very important to have your phone number on that trash Uh can. Uh, because when somebody moves here and you know uh, the Nashville area, we're, we're getting people moving here from all over the country. And uh, the whole the city's not providing service for them is a new concept. Hmm. And so when yeah. they move in and realize the can's just not automatically delivered to their house, they look to their neighbors and see that can and, and, uh, and call us that way. Wow. So it's been very beneficial. Yeah, and and just a simple thing, really. But it really is. Uh, but but that it does its job for you as it's sitting there waiting to go in or out, whichever the case is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fascinating. Every, fascinating. Everybody has one, Bill. They, you know, so uh, yeah. we just want to we want to uh, make sure it's ours. Yes, yes, for sure, for sure. Well, that's cool. So now, did I hear you say you actually do some texting to your clients? Uh, is that like an individual, or do you have something that uh, is like a uh, reminder? How do you do no, that? No, it, it, it is an individual. So one of the smartest things, again, goes to my business partner, Basin. Uh, when he started, he decided that he was going to uh, not only – put the customers into our billing software, but also put them into our Google contacts. Okay. So now when we arrive, um, you know, with now that we have 6,000 customers, I, I know some by talking to them out on the routes or whatever, but I don't know everybody. Right. And I can just pull up that address and it gives me their name and uh, email and phone number information. Wow. And when we first started doing this, uh, customers were just blown away. They just couldn't believe that uh, the garbage man just didn't drive on because <laughs> the can wasn't out. It took the time to actually reach out and say, hey, it's trash day. Yeah. I'm in your neighborhood for 15 more minutes. Uh, please let me know if I need to come back. Wow. Uh, and, and that really, you know, knowing that that text may end up on that town social media at uh-huh. some point. And, yeah. Uh, and it really just took off from there. Oh, we, I, we were just blown away by the the uh, the rate of growth. Yeah. Well, that that's above and beyond. I mean, that is not normal. So 
I'm sure people were going, hey, this is, I got to tell you about this. <laughs> yeah, it's been good. And now we have uh, five employees um, and we've taught uh, all these guys are all younger than us, um, but we've taught them the same way. And, you know, we didn't, we feel like we, that was a good way to get our growth and, and achieve a, a greater customer base and to grow our business. But also we continue to do that today. Hmm. If that can's okay. out, you know, they're out every week, but to, you know, so we don't know what's going on in people's lives or they just forget someday. Yeah. And just taking those few extra, you know, it's merely seconds to run up to their, to their driveway and grab that full garbage can on the side of their house. So they don't have to wait another week. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really just customer service base. Yeah. And, and that goes back to saying, how can we do this a little bit better than the other guys? Yeah. Because I can guarantee you the national companies are not doing this. Oh, I, I'm, I'm confident that's true. <laughs> yes. They're not going to give that personalized thing. Well, that's, that's a, a simple way to distinguish yourself from the competition for sure. <laughs> Yeah. It's been uh, it's been a blessing. Yeah, fascinating, fascinating. Well, now tell me this. Uh, just give us a little picture of what a what a day in the life of Shane Lines looks like. Oh, well, a day is twenty four hours, Bill, and I don't know if I have twenty four hours will be enough to tell you. <laughs> what well, just get the highlights then. Okay, what's all right. I, I wake up at three thirty every morning. Uh, because I don't like rushing out the door. So it gives me an hour to go over any notes, uh, go over the routes for the day. And then uh, we meet uh, at the lot at about quarter to five in the wintertime to really let those trucks go and address anything, address any route situations. And then we hit the route by six and we normally have our guys off by 12. Okay. And then that's when the work for Basin and I really get started with phone calls, email, uh, we are currently signing up about 10 customers every day. Wow. Uh, so that takes time to put them into your software, get a bill out to them, deliver them a can, um, and then everything else that goes with that. You know, our billing is only four times a year, every quarter. Uh, so then we get into, we're getting ready to bill here in a month for the second quarter. Uh, and we have receivables that we have to go after, which really take time. Yeah. Um, so normally it, uh, my day starts at three 30. We hopefully I'm finished at the end of the day by four eat dinner and in bed before seven. Wow. So that's, a, that's a day in the life of Shane. Wow. So if I hadn't got you b by four o'clock in uh, central time, you'd been eating supper and going to bed, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. Caught me at a good time. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> that is that is good. Well, I, that's such a, a picture of determination and hard work and and doing the details better uh, with excellence, which just sets you apart. It doesn't matter what what kind of work you're doing. Uh, though those are the basics that do it. Uh, so. Right now, what's your biggest challenge just, you know, for the business in the context of the business? Is it people, technology, competition? What, what would you say uh, your biggest challenge is? I think our biggest challenge, Bill, would, would definitely be equipment. And, and we have really good equipment. 
but you said it earlier about the uh these are large trucks that are carrying a lot of weight every day it's stop and go mm -hmm. um all day long which is very hard on the equipment uh so it's just making sure that our trucks are in good working condition they're safe for our employees uh you don't want things leaking in people's neighborhoods. Um, so I think the biggest challenge would just be keeping our equipment um, in, in good working condition. Mm. And that's uh, also very costly mm -hmm. as well. Uh, but I think that we have a, we have a great crew. Um, we try to take care of them. So we don't have, uh, I, I don't think personnel has really been an issue for us. So I think the biggest challenge would just be equipment. Mm. Yeah. Well, I understand that because, uh, just on your own car, when you drive in town and you're constantly stopping and going, that's very stressful. And of course that's by design, what you do every day, all day in those trucks. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you have any particular uh, insight or bent about how you think the future is unfolding? And this is just whatever. It's not particular about your business, but uh, are you, uh, do you see more growth? Uh, how, how do you see the future unfolding? I, I do. I, I see, uh, I, I see a lot of growth here, uh, which is exciting, you know, obviously for our business. Um, but also that's kind of the, the guy I am. I like to be out and about and, uh, and, and doing things and not stuck behind four walls. So, yeah. uh, it's, it's been a, a, a great thing that I am in this job that I am outside every day. Um, but also on my off time is where I want to be as well. And Nashville has just been a, a wonderful place and watching the growth, you know, I've been here roughly 20 years and to see where it's at now from from the day i arrived is night and day mm. and it's exciting to watch yeah yeah it is and it yeah. comes with you know a lot of events and, and the sports that we have here and the music um it's exciting so a lot of people don't like the growth um i embrace it again yeah. uh, not just for business but for the different things that come along with it yeah yeah well there's no question it's a fascinating place i don't get there that often but uh to see the the, the football that's there the hockey and like you say music of course is there's nowhere like nashville tennessee and it's world famous for that for sure so it's fascinating, and, and I'm sure, uh, it, like you say, it's not just a, a challenge, but it's a fascinating place to be in business, for sure. Yes, sir. Well, that uh, consumes most of our time, and I don't want to cut into your personal time any further. So uh, I always ask at the, at the end of the podcast, what is your best bottom line business tip? Because that's, that's the purpose of the podcast, where... Uh, uh, putting it out for business owners so that other business owners can say, this is what I do, or this is how I think, and we can help each other. So yeah, give sure. me your uh, best bottom line business tip. So I, I think Bill, I touched on that a little bit. And I, I, I really believe um, being especially a small business and where you may be behind some of the bigger guys, the bigger companies you really have to put the customer first. Um, 
you know, at the end of the day, that's your revenue. Um, and I think just doing, taking the extra steps, being upfront, being honest, uh, you know, running an honest business, not taking shortcuts, but uh, we are, with what we do, we are very, uh, it's customer, it's, it's a service industry, with what we're doing, collecting garbage every week. Um, you, you have to, you have to put your customer first and, and, and understand their needs and, um, and, and keep lines of communication open with them, whether it's the text or the email or the phone call. And at the end of the day, they appreciate that. If there's ever a problem, it's never something that you can't work out, um, with a, with a phone call and say, well, this is why we do this. And, you know, I, I think with, with the trash business, a lot of people don't understand that, you know, they put their whole garage out at the curb on Monday morning. And by Monday at five o'clock, when they come home from work, they don't know how it disappears, but it just needs to be gone when they get there. Yeah. And sometimes we can't take that uh, weight bench with 700 pounds of weights attached to it in, <laughs> into a compactor truck. And, yes. and that's just a phone call. Well, my, my truck has moving parts in it and that will tear my truck yeah. apart. You say, oh, I didn't know that. So yeah. putting your customer first and communicating, I think, is the is the uh, is the biggest yeah, yeah. Well, that that's a great tip, uh, and uh, if everyone takes that to heart, they will either uh, do better as they're starting, or they'll just do better as they're operating their business. So, thank you for that, Shane. Thanks again for taking time to talk to us, and uh, we appreciate you so much, and we appreciate having you guys as clients. So, uh, take care. Get some supper and some rest. The three thirty will be coming soon. Well, thank you so much, Bill, for having me. I appreciate <laughs> it, sir. All right. We'll talk to you soon, Shane. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Community Insurance offers tailored protection for you, your family, and your business. We offer a personal touch in a digital world. Our client app on your phone puts us in the palm of your hand for communications on your schedule. You don't need another agent when you have a trusted advisor on the Great CI team.